<laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear this. She's just hilarious. <laughs> and that lady, she knows when she don't have the answers. Yeah. So sometimes it might have been like, girl, I don't have the answer either, but mm-hmm. you better think this through. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was the little nudges like that with my, mm-hmm. with my mom. My grandmother. Tell me. I mean, she was <laughs> straight up, you're not doing that. Uh-huh. Stay from across the street. That's how she would talk. Mm-hmm. Stay from across the street. Mm-hmm. Focus on your lesson. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> My name is Noemi Gaines. And I'm Sharnika Howard. And we are sister friends. Yes, and indeed. Yeah, and we are sharing a little bit about us through this Happy Mother's Day podcast. We're sharing a so, lot. It's for... The mothers, the mothers, the aunties, the godmoms, the ones that have a tribe, that are looking for a tribe, Mm -hmm. that are open to new experiences, that are anxious and curious about life. Yeah, it's for you. But we also want you to share your perspective on what we're talking about. So we welcome you along this ride. Happy Mother's Day! like and the reason why I say that because like that's not gonna work with Queenie <laughs> so I'm like cute story bro but <laughs> but comma you know I I wonder I don't wonder because we know our well we know our babies but we both know Queenie <laughs> we both know our girl and I wonder how it's going to make you stretch because like if you were to have like those questions that your mom said, Queenie would be like, so why are you asking me? <laughs> you know, and I just feel like you got to be prepared. So maybe that's not the best approach. No, uh-uh, but, no, and, and I think yeah. you have to you have to know your kids, mm-hmm. you know, and like with when I think about Emery, Emery is my my super sensitive matter of fact, like she's going to want to know details. Yeah. Like she's going to be like, you know, what is this? How does this work? What does it look like? You know yeah. what I mean? She is very, like, I just I just know I have to be a walking encyclopedia to an- answer any question. Like, she's never she's so satisfied. Curious. She's yeah. so curious. And, like, that's something that's always scared me um, because I am prepared to have any conversation that she wants to have, but I'm noticing that sometimes I don't have answers. So it's just, like, instead of me thinking about, like, what kind of mom I want to be, it's more of a... I'm thinking about what kind of approach I want to give her. And I want I want her to always know that mommy's going to tell you the truth no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm always going to give her the opportunity to make her own decisions. And I think that's what I'm going to carry from my mom. My mom has always given me the independence to make my decisions. She's like, I'm not always going to be happy with your decision. But I'm not the one that has to live your life. Mm-hmm. So you that. can do this or you cannot do this. So, like, I never... The judgment that I ever felt was more so from, like, society, my friends, like, other people, but never, I'm not going to say never from my mom, but not as in, you know, a teenager and up. Like, once we started developing our mother-daughter relationship and I felt more comfortable comfortable telling her the truth about everything, you know, I, I just feel like. I can trust her, but she's always raised me like that. She always raised me like, you're a unit. The only people that can protect you are me and your daddy. And she's like, your friends can't protect you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like going so back to the whole well friendship. <laughs> yeah, but going back to the friendship conversations, I never told my friends stuff first. I never, like, if I was in a bind, I'm like, I'm calling my mom. Like, y'all can figure it out, mm-hmm. but I'm calling my mom. Like, I remember, <laughs> I remember I, I didn't sneak out, but I was like out doing something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. 
um, hanging out with people that I wasn't supposed to be hanging out with. And we had driven really far away to like some haunted whatever. Girl, I didn't have a curfew either. And I, I started hanging out with some of the wrong people. And I was like, ain't nobody going to ask me no questions. And I couldn't, I was trying to call my mom and I couldn't get a hold of her. And I'm like, I knew that if she didn't know that I was trying to reach her, like it wouldn't be like me. It would be a breaking of trust. So I had to call my godmother, who's my mom's oldest sister, who don't, her approach is not like my mom. She's, no, 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 I love you. But like, she's the older maternal person that you can't come to her 110% with the truth. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, no, no, that's uh, Haitian for godmother. I was like, no, no, I need you to tell my mom and tell her that I'm okay. I'm trying to get in touch with her, but I'm out and I'm going to be home really late. She's like, where are you? Are you safe? I'm like, Nana, can you just please tell my mom? She ends up getting upset, doesn't tell my mom. I come home late, and my mom's furious. She's like, what's going on? You didn't call me. I'm like, Mommy, I called Nana. I told her everything. Call her right now. My mom's heated. She calls her, and my godmother's like, yeah, Noemi called me. You know, everything was okay. And then it was done. I wasn't in trouble anymore. Like, all yeah. I, and I'm just like, yo, that's how this works. <laughs> like, that's how this. And it's just like, my mom is just a very big personality. She's a hothead. You know, it can be really scary, but approach her, <laughs> it right? It can be really scary. But she, she, you just got to be honest with her. Yeah. Like, it's like, if you don't come to her with the truth, if you don't come to her with authenticity, she's going to smell it off of you. And I think it's going to be more of an insult because you ain't come to her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For real. But like, I think I saw the way that she viewed me and the way that she was really like true to our relationship. And cause all she said was like, you just got to tell me the truth. I'm like, I did like here, I told you the truth. Yeah. Like, okay. And that was it. And it never came up again. Done. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, wow. I to do is be honest. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying. That's yeah. what I'm trying to that's do. That's what we're doing. Like, do you have like, is, are there any like, conversations or things that you're because I know Queenie is a different type of <sighs> I don't know if she's as much curious but she's like you need to tell me and tell me now like what's going on yeah so Queenie is the one who will like grab your face and she'll say just tell me yeah or she'll say just spit it out <laughs> <laughs> um you know there are con- I I walk a fine line with Queenie um, in regard to like our unit, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, because and it's 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 funny. Her teacher is who told me that. So my I was I was I have that a very deep breath good is re- scaring me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, okay. I have a really good relationship with her teachers, and I just you know I know that sometimes children say things in class that they mm-hmm. may not say at mm-hmm. home. So I was just sharing that, like, if you ever, you know, just keep me, you know, glued mm-hmm. in because people, children are maybe at school talking about their dads mm-hmm. and there isn't a dad mm-hmm. in her home. Mm-hmm. And and she was like, oh, I got you covered. She was mm-hmm. like, but that little girl, she's like, you have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. She's like, she is very resilient. And when other people are talking about their different family structures, because there, there's mom and mom, mm-hmm, there's dad and mm-hmm, dad, mm-hmm. there's child and nanny mm-hmm, most of the mm-hmm. time. There's, aunt, there's got, you know, so they're all yep. different um, family structures in her classroom. She says she is so proud mm-hmm. to share that it's her and mommy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she talks about her godparents mm-hmm. and uncle. Da- they know mm-hmm. who Uncle Daddy oh, is, you I know. Love that. And so, but her teacher said to me, "Is that she said, don't avoid it mm-hmm. and do not lie." Mm. Yeah. So mm. I was like, I will not avoid it and I will not lie. And so when things come up, um, I sh- I give it to her in a way that is still respectful mm-hmm. because that is still a position mm-hmm. that I want to respect mm-hmm. and I want her to re- have respect for it regardless of what it looks like today because you don't know what God, well, I don't know what God is going to do in that relationship yep. so I don't want her to have this negative idea mm-hmm. when God transforms this man yep. you know what I yep. mean so you yeah. know but those are the things where yep. I, I what I do believe is that Regardless of what happens in that space, my daughter is going to ask me for the truth. Yep. And that Mm -hmm. is scary. Yeah. Or is it amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah. Perspective. What about giving her the truth is so scary? Before you say that, I have a question. It's leading up to what you said about your mom, how you were like, there are certain questions that are in the past. Do you ever, I mean, not just with your mom, but with anybody, you know, if that door is closed, but you still have questions, how do you approach that? Because Mm -hmm. that can be the case with our kids. And I'm not asking because I've been in this situation, but it is, it is something that I think about because, you know, I feel like now we're talking about having difficult conversations with our kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you navigate those things when it's out of your control? Let's think about that. Okay, let's talk through it. Let's talk through it. Okay, perfect example. Um, We can cut this out if you don't want to talk about this, but I know there was a difficult conversation that you were struggling to have with Queenie about some circumstances that happened, you know, in the family. Yes, because it's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, but we do have to spend more time looking at the camera because we're looking at ourselves. Sorry, guys. We got into – so we do this a lot because – um, at the end of the day, the sit down talk, it, it really is a conversation among sisters, amongst friends about a lot of the things that we're going through on a day to day basis. And we don't know the answers, you know, and we really lean at lean on each other as co-parents, tribe members, all of those things to help us navigate through those things. And man, I just feel like this is such a teachable and like learning moment for the both of us, because this is the first of many yeah. of those with the kids that we have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and the moms that we want to be. Like, it's cute when they're, like, five. <laughs> but now they're six and they're asking really difficult questions really difficult and I don't know questions. what to do. <laughs> but, yes, going back to that, um, there were some difficult questions. I don't know if you want to speak on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so okay. um, back in February, so I have an aunt that had been struggling uh, with cancer for some time. And it was it was getting really bad. And... Um, I hadn't shared that with Queenie, mm-hmm. but I got the call that we should come over. And, you know, that's, you know, you know yeah, yeah, code for the time is mm-hmm. here. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to take her with me. She enjoyed this auntie. It's, it was my mom's sister-in-law, mm-hmm. but my aunt, mm-hmm. nonetheless. And um, I took Queenie with me. And we went upstairs, and Queenie handled it very well. Mm -hmm. Um, Pat didn't look like what Queenie was used to, Mm -hmm. but she did handle it very well Mm -hmm. in the moment. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, she drew her a picture, and we talked, and we laughed. And when we got back downstairs, and I needed to leave. It was just really heavy for me. So I'm like, we're going to go. 
So we get downstairs and Queenie's like, what is wrong with Aunt Pat? Like, why is she in the bed? And she just had a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And I explained to her that she had cancer. And so Queenie was like, well, I'm just going to pray. And, you know, what she is used to is that when she prays, it happens. Mm -hmm. Whatever she asks, if if it's raining, she knows I don't like driving Mm -hmm. in the rain. Mm -hmm. I don't. I do know how it happens all the time, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm like, God, chill. Mm-hmm. Because if the girl prays for it to stop raining while we're driving, it stops. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so what happens so when she prays when for she something pray- and yeah. it doesn't happen? Um, and, and thus far, everything she prays for happens, right? Well, at the same time, my friend's dad is also suffering from cancer. Mm-hmm. And so we're praying for both of them. Mm-hmm. And Queenie is, I mean, her prayers are fervent for mm-hmm. a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the girl can pray. Mm-hmm. And she, every night, mm-hmm. it's time to pray for, for Aunt Pat and Tiki's dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I'm praying with her. And sometimes I'm crying, but she doesn't know I'm crying. Mm-hmm. And then Aunt Pat passes away. Mm-hmm. And then, and a couple of days later, Tiki's dad passes away. And... I have not told her. And now it's been over a month. Mm-hmm. I just cannot bring myself to tell her. And I was having a conversation with someone else, and Queenie was present, and I slipped up and mentioned Aunt Pat. Mm-hmm. And she said, what did you say about Aunt Pat? Like, she was just mm-hmm. on guard. And I was like, nothing. And my friend had to help me clean it up mm-hmm. because I am just not ready to have that conversation. I have concerns around what that might mean for her prayer life mm-hmm. or how she mm-hmm. sees God mm-hmm. and you know how her mm-hmm. prayers man you know all right. of that and she's such a strong believer mm-hmm. right now and miracles she believes in miracles mm-hmm. and God and she, all the things mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and likewise mm-hmm. um and I but but I'm an adult and so I know that God exists in both yeah you know um so that's but do a, you have to be an adult to know that God exists in both mm. do you you know what I mean? We hear, I am no religious leader, none you of this, but I I just think that there is this the huge negative connotation when it comes to death, but I feel like there's a way to shift it. It's like God calls his people home when they're suffering. You know what I mean? It's like, or maybe Aunt Pat didn't want to, Aunt Pat was hurting and God wanted his, his Aunt Pat back. Or God gave her to us for this. You know, I'm not, like, yeah. I just, I feel like there are ways for her. She's a smart girl. Mm-hmm. She's a really smart girl. And I don't know that this would shake her faith in the way that it would, especially if she knew that you kept it from her. Because, like, I think that's that's what yeah. would make the negative connotation. Like, my mom didn't want to tell me this because maybe something was bad. Versus, I mean, when you tell her, don't tell her the timeline. Right. <laughs> Because I'm scared of her. Yeah, (laughs) we all are. But we're, I mean, she's just, she is like the walking truth, man. Like she's like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just, and I ask that because one, I don't know what I would do if I was in your situation. I I would probably avoid it too. But I I think we don't give them enough credit. We don't. I don't think we give it enough credit. And and this kind of goes into like the therapy conversation and stuff like that. I think this is more 
your concern, like the reality of what could happen versus the fear. It's not even a check. It's just a conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't, it's not a check because I don't think what you're doing is wrong. I just think that what you're doing is difficult. And there are a lot of ways to handle the situation, but enough time has passed to where like, I don't want the fact that you kept it from her to be a bigger situation. Cause that's not, that's not even the thing. Like Mm -hmm. you're not keeping it from her to keep from her. You're keeping it from her to protect her. But I think that spending this time to figure out, like, she has to understand that death happens. Mm-hmm. And it happens to good people. It, happens to, it can yeah. happen, you know what I mean, to anyone. And that God really has his own timing and his own plans on how mm-hmm. we're supposed to be living our lives while we're here. You know? And I just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I do challenge you to think about, based on what you know about Queenie, are you sure That her, like, she's going to be like, oh, there's no God. I don't know Queenie to be that person. And now that, you know, as you were saying that, and you said, you know, you don't know that it would shake her faith. I, now I'm like, hmm, subconsciously, did it, do I not want to talk about it because it shook mine a little? Mm, We're Um, bringing our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it did. It, I, I, I yeah. think I think I think it affected you. I mean, it it clearly it did. I but I think I was that, expecting a different outcome. Yeah, like I really was mm-hmm. with Aunt. I really was. Or is it when you pray, yeah. everything happens? Yeah, and then when this didn't happen, it was like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, girl. That could be it. And you said something, too. You're like, I was crying, but she didn't know I was crying. Why don't you want her to see you cry? Hmm. I, I did not plan for this, guy. <laughs> you know, that's real. Um, and there have been other things. Um, you know, I had some friend, a friend struggling with depression mm-hmm. some time ago when Queenie came in my room and I quickly ran in my closet mm-hmm. because I was crying for mm-hmm. my friend. And... I don't know what that is. Like, for whatever reason, I just want her to see peace and me happy in our, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that is. Can I share a story? And not to scare you or anything, but yeah. just like a real story. So I never, my parents are divorced. And my mom never shared the detail. All I knew about my parents was that they were Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and they were. My parents were together since they were younger, you know, they just had a very like romantic or at least it came across as a super romantic story. And then when they told me that they were separated, I was devastated because that was not my reality. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? You're Romeo and Juliet. Like, what do you mean? You don't love each other anymore. And one of my mom, like one of my mom's biggest regrets, she shared with me. She's like, I regret that I didn't share to you the reality of relationships you know what I mean? And that really affected me and my relationships because I, I wasn't necessarily the girl that was like head over heels and I, you know, I fall for everybody. Mm-hmm. But in my relation, I took them very seriously. You know what I mean? I Every relationship that I entered, I'm like this could be a marriage. This could be like a really long term relationship. So I didn't have a lot of boyfriends, but like it wasn't for play for mm-hmm. me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that I put myself at a disservice because I didn't really enjoy the relationships. I didn't, I I wasn't in it like this could be something or this could be nothing, but let's enjoy the moment. I didn't have that situation until 
my college relationship and I, that, that relationship ended. So funny enough, Kira was the first relationship that I was in where I'm just like, we're just going to take it and see where it, where it goes. And clearly it ended up being my most, Mm -hmm. you know, successful relationship. But going back to my mom, she was just like, I wish I would have shown you that, but I was, but her thing was, I was so afraid of how you would feel about your father and how would you would feel about marriage Mm -hmm. and how you would feel about all these Mm -hmm. things. And you know what happened? I hated marriage after that. So everything (laughs) that you were afraid of, it ended up happening, you know, after they got divorced. And I'm like, when I'm thinking about Emory or just like Sydney and the kids in general, it's like, I think that we need to give kids the opportunity for them to develop their own thoughts about things Mm -hmm. and to develop their own ways of coping around things, ways of feeling about things and internalizing things because we can't control that. Mm -hmm. All we can control is what we put in front of them, but how they digest that, Mm -hmm. that's completely up to them in the way that they're built. And I think that, I'm not saying like had my mom not, I mean, I know people who probably share too much, you know, with their kids, but I just, I think going back to the honesty and to be honest about everything, about everything, you know what I mean? And I, I don't know that we had that. And like going back to like, we want to protect our kids so much from emotional turmoil, but like we look at it like it's a bad thing. Like we're calm. God created us to be complex human beings, to be angry and to be joyful and to be jealous and to be grateful. And it's like, these aren't negative feelings. These are human feelings. Mm -hmm. God created these feelings so that we can feel them, (laughs) you know? And I just, Granted, this is an epiphany that I'm just now, you know, kind of coming into. But I just think that it's really important to catch those things and to yeah. give our kids the opportunity. Like, she might struggle. Queenie might struggle a little bit with, you know, her yeah. faith. But she has a God-fearing mama that's going that, to that's yeah. gonna be there to help her feel safe and help her, help her feel, like, secure in her relationship with God. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you have to worry about, making sure that you're you're able to do that not necessarily shielding her from the realities of the uh, life. Yeah. You know I what know I mean? what that is. And I remember when we were going through like the episodes and we, one was going to be like, that was proposed was, mm-hmm. you know, raising kids so they won't need therapy. We were both yeah. like, no, yeah. change that. Yeah. Because they are going to They're need going to that. Need, and therapy's not a bad it's thing. It's not a bad thing. People it's, think, people go to therapy to fix them. Mm-hmm. Therapy's not going to fix you. Right. Therapy is going to tell you what your problem is and give you the tools for you to fix yourself. This ended up being like three episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we, we talked we, about we it for sure. That I believe that's at least three. Man. But that was good. That was such, that, that's, that felt like happy. Yes. Happy Mother's Day.
family. Yeah. Did you have that conversation?